Hey ladies, how you doing out there, you gangsters and you senior citizens of the world? I just want to let you know that I'm here. I'm starting my new podcast with Anchor. It's free, so I thought, why not give it a try? There's creation tools there that allow you to edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute my podcast, so it will be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, at home. During the coronavirus epidemic, this is where we're going to be. So, it's a mandatory call to action that we... Take anchor. So we're going to start tonight by saying, what's up? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Giving a shout out to my guest speaker tonight, Trevor Noah of The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. We're going to be talking about the coronavirus with Darren Warren and if you were there I'd say you could chime in at any time but I have not invited anyone as of yet so this is going to be a straight recording so how are you doing today Mr. Noah how are things going out there in uh, New York City a lot of Italian mayors and local leaders have started posting videos Yelling at people to go back home. Non vi posso impedire formaggio What's going on, everybody? I'm Trevor Noah. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Social Distancing Show. We are now on day 24 of staying at home to try and prevent the spread of the coronavirus. And here's your quarantine tip of the day. If you get lonely, because everyone gets lonely. Just take some of your nail clippings, soak them in water, and in a few days, they'll grow into a clone of you. Or paint wow. some acrylic paintings like I do. perfect clone of myself. That's not exactly perfect, but if you say so, Noah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, on tonight's episode, coronavirus is putting war on hold. Jordan Klepper gets lessons from survivalists and how quarantine is changing the way we love. So... Let's get into it. Okay, well then, let's start by saying this. What if you happen to be quarantined with someone that you didn't get along with? Or you were just about to break up on the verge of a relationship that was in ruins, and then all of a sudden you had to be quarantined and you had nowhere you could go. You have to stay in the house with that person for 30 days. What would you do? something that I've done, and I think it's worked out. You know what, baby? Times may be tough, but we have wine, we have each other, and that's all we need. Kill me! Right. That's what I'm saying. Just fucking kill me. So, with that being said... You can say that again. Have a sip of wine. For a while now, we've been sending Jordan Klepper on the road to cover the presidential election in a segment we call Jordan Klepper 
fingers the pulse. But with the coronavirus, Jordan Klepper is locked up at home along with the rest of us. But some people who are locked up at home are still getting sick, so I'm not understanding. Plan for exactly these kinds of conditions in his new segment, Surviving and Thriving with Jordan Klepper. I should be out fingering the pulse. Instead, I'm in focused on surviving and thriving in my one-bedroom apartment. But while I'm sheltered in place... At least you have one bedroom. Am I prepared for things like tomorrow or, God forbid, next week? Luckily, I found a place that's entirely focused on preparation. Fortitude Ranch. It's a prepper paradise with everything from self-sufficient farming to solar-powered luxury bunkers and weaponized gazebos that are there to stop marauders. I reached out to operator Stephen Renee to learn more. By the way, my name is Deborah Renee. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. I'm not super big on prep. I gotta be honest. How I don't you doing, think about Steve? You out here in Vegas? How you doing? And then it's a pain in the ass. Luckily, I know some people have been at a tavern, so I'm usually okay. Walk me through this preparation. Can you show me what you got? Sure. Let me let me show you some of the facilities, Jordan. This is the hardened bunker, three feet underground, with eight-inch reinforced concrete. This is where we have all the different rooms. Does nobody want to paint the wood? As you come over here. You can see that we have uh, restrooms for a family. Looks a pretty nice. I see you got the turns into closet turned into a what space kind, for what storage. Kind of, what kind of thread count do you have going on? Reinforced walls, reinforced exactly. doors. Uh, but I could get back to you in an email with that information if you like. So here you can see an example of some of the shelf life food. So these dry food. Wow. That's a lot of beans. Here's a different variant. I have a free dried ice cream sandwich, but that's neither here nor there. Hey guys, we only have 30 more seconds. Go ahead and get your bid in. So look, basically we're just here coming up with ways to pass the time during the coronavirus epidemic or... I wanted to call it the apocalypse now, but, you know, you might call it something else. I just want to say to everybody out there that, that there is... Oh, hold on. Have you watched people these days uh, when they're walking down the street going to the grocery store? Every time someone gets within six feet of them, they're basically doing Olympic moves. <laughs> Yeah, I almost got into a fight with a bitch the other day. So look, that was Trevor Noah, and I'm Deborah, also known as Cadillac. So I'm going to say this before I go. There was an old saying back in the days and still today. They put it in songs. They put it in books. They probably made a movie out of it. But if not, I'm about to make a big deal out of it. These words are quoted, and I don't know who I'm quoting, but I do know that a lot of people have said it and asked about it. So I think that personally, if you believe in God or any forces or any higher forces of energy or power, that this particular power, God, my God, 
your force, whatever it may be, has decided to answer the question, the great profound question, am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my sister's keeper? Am I my mother's keeper? Well, with the coronavirus being spread the way it is and this big controversy about wearing masks or not wearing masks and how they actually work and who's being protected if someone else is wearing a mask and who's not being protected, the reasons we wear a mask. Well, the reasons we wear a mask, we wear a mask are so that if we do touch something that has a virus on it, you can have the opportunity to wash your hands before you touch your face, which is the actual infection area. Okay, so then we have those saying, oh, so if I'm not sick, I don't need a mask. Or only if I'm sick, I need a mask. Or, well, I'll wear a mask to protect myself. Then you have Fossey and people from the government and and high-powered doctors saying that wearing a mask doesn't protect you, it protects the other person. So, that brings me back to the question, am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? Well, yes the fuck I am. So I will wear a mask to protect my brother or my sister or my mother. Who's going to protect me? The other person wearing the mask. Get it? So, basically, we've come to the conclusion that if everyone wears a mask, washes their hands before they touch their face, no one else will get sick. Only those who have gotten sick by this point on April 11th, 2020, will be in danger. If everyone today starts wearing a mask, stop going in public, spreading germs that you don't know you have, keep your hands to yourself, stay six feet away from people, keep your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, your dog, your neighbor safe. Wear a freaking mask. Cover your face. Cover your mouth. Wrap a sock around your big fat neck. I don't know. Put a pillowcase over your head. Poke highs in it. They had no problem with it in, back in the KKK ramp, rampant days. Putting a sheet over their head. Putting a cloth over their face. They had no problem with it then. So now you have a problem with wearing a mask? You see a black man coming into your store with a mask on, you automatically think you're going to get robbed? I, come on. How about thinking, that's my brother's keeper right there. That's my brother's keeper. He's wearing that face mask. He's wearing that sock. He's wearing that bandana. He's wearing that scarf. She's wearing that scarf. They're wearing that to protect me. And what do I do to show my appreciation? I reciprocate. That's what I do. And I wear one to protect them. So, God said, 
I'm going to answer y'all question, and when this is all over, you better know you are your brother's keeper.